Blog Talk Radio. Twenty fourth, two thousand and ten, 
Wonderful evening, wonderful day. Uh, you can definitely tell it's getting into summertime here in Florida already. It's already in the mid to upper 90s. Waiting for a tropical system or whatever to develop into the Gulf and really make a disaster out of everything in there. So, you know, that's all we're waiting for is, you know, you get any type of a tropical system. Yeah. She's got an oh my God from the other room in it because um, Louis watching the news and it's like over 300 birds have been killed, 100 and something, 190 something um, turtles, and like I think uh, 12 or so dolphins have been killed by the oil, and that's not counting the fish and whatever else has been killed. And somebody was like, oh, well, you need to um, go ahead and sort of talking about the problems is try to figure out ways to solve them. I'm like, okay. So we're going to be talking tonight about um, how you can make a little bit of a difference on your own by starting with like recycling and growing your own veggies. And we're going to start doing this maybe once a week, just talking about different things, different ideas. Now, you know, you can grow, nowadays you can grow the smallest of gardens in the least amount of space. I mean, um, everything you need in the salad, you got room for um, like those window boxes. You can grow your whole salad right there. You know, grow some, uh, uh, you know, spinach or lettuce in, in one of those. Plant a little bit of radishes in there. Just keep planting, you know, get a couple of them so you have, you know, a couple of weeks in between. You know. Just pick off a little bit as what you need. You don't have to pull, cut the whole plant down. Just cut off a couple of leaves. Use that. And, um, you know, it's just different things like that that you can go ahead. And this way you're not going to have to worry about, oh, well, i got to transport it to the produce place. And I've got to go and drive to go get it. And this way you're growing it yourself. You're helping out the environment because the plants go ahead and clear up the air. And there is nothing like the taste of actually having fresh lettuce or tomatoes or, you know, anything, even cucumbers. Growing it yourself, cutting it from the plant, and within a few minutes getting it on your table and eating it. So it's just saving. You're helping the environment. You're helping clear up the air. You're also getting yourself something that's edible for you. And you control whether you have pesticides in it or not. And right now, with everything that they're dumping into the Gulf of Mexico to try to dissolve this oil slick, uh, you know, and the spill that's going on, and they don't know if these dispersants, chemical dispersants, are, you know, how harmful they will be for the environment. So, you know, it's kind of kind of bad when, um, you know, they're not sure what the heck's going to go on with that. So we've got to do whatever we can to try to improve the environment ourselves locally. Because if one person does a change and then someone else is like, oh, I want to do that too. And sooner or later, it's, it's the snowball effect. You know, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And more and more people are going to do it. And there's so many places nowadays that you can go ahead and, um, and search online for answers to so many of your questions on, you know, what to recycle, how to grow stuff. And those topsy-turvy planters, you can spend the money and go do them. Or you can buy a five-gallon bucket, drill holes on the top, and attach a you know, heavy-duty chain or rope, 
put up a hook in uh, your, um, if you've got an outdoor overhang, put in a big heavy-duty hook up there, hook the plant up, cut a two-inch hole down at the bottom, put your plant in upside down in it, fill it with potting soil, and boom, you've got an instant garden. And you're recycling, too. It's like those five-gallon containers. You can uh, do anything. Uh, um, you know, five gallons of paint, clean it out really good, bleach it, you know, let it dry, go ahead and get yourself a planter. And you're recycling that plastic container instead of reusing it for something, you know, for, you know, a landfill or, or whatever. And you'd be surprised what you can do. Put tomatoes in there, put peppers in there, put cucumbers in there, you know, uh, Look online, too, for companion planting, and you'll see how you can go ahead and, and plant things that are comparable and, you know, other things that aren't, and they act as a natural insecticide, especially if you like growing, if you like herbs, is putting some basil around the tomato plants that helps keep bugs away from them, and they also help each other to grow better. For some reason, the chemicals um, interaction with the uh, basil helps the tomato plants to grow better, and they supposedly taste better, too. So I don't know, but I haven't tried that yet, but I'm trying it this year. But, you've, you know, and do a companion planting, so you're growing two things side by side, so you're taking up less room. So it's just different ideas that are out there. Um, and a lot of places now you have to pick up after your pet. So if you're like some people and still using the plastic bags from the grocery store, you can use those for the uh, the doggy parks. And just make sure they don't have holes in them at all, but uh, you can still use those. And you're recycling the bag. You're putting it to another use, albeit it's picking up your dog poop. But it's little things like that that can actually make a difference. Um, a lot of stores, too, you can bring the bags in there and recycle them. They've got where you can drop the bags off. And uh, let's see. You know, do online and go to some recycling websites. Uh, see, I found one here. Oh, it's on upside down planters. People are using the Pepsi bottles, the two liter bottles and all. They're cutting the hole out at the bottom, attaching a string to hold them up. And at the bottom hole, they're putting a seed in there, letting a seed grow. And, um, you know, put a tomato plant in there, you can put anything in there, and you're recycling the plastic bottle, too. I know another thing, too, is as a hairdresser, I've gone ahead and I've used is um, if you have animals coming and digging in your yard, is when you get a haircut, save the hair. One, it's good because it'll break down as long as it's not chemically treated hair. You know, no hair color, no perm, you know, no, nothing like that, and take your hair and scatter it around the plants. And some animals, because it's got human scent, it'll deter the animals from going near your plants. And not only that, but when it breaks down, it's good protein for your garden. So you're going ahead and you're, you're uh, recycling the hair instead of going into a landfill. And it's the same thing, too, with, uh, you know, if you groom your... your um, you know, a dog or, you know, when you're brushing your cats and all and, and you get the fur, scatter it around the new yard because the animal scent too will scare some wildlife away. They'll be like, oh, nope, I'm not going by there. You know, and it breaks down and uh, helps fertilize the plants. So it's just little things like that that you can do 
to help become a better steward of the planet and help take care of things a lot better. So right now, Mother Nature is kind of really pissed off at us, actually. So that's why tonight, you know, we're just talking a little bit about how to recycle things and um, how to grow your own veggies. It may take some college too. I'm not sure yet. But right now, um, you know, I've been talking about online. If you, if you follow me on Facebook and Twitter, you'll see where, you know, when BP is saying, well, we're going to try this. It's like, mm, no, I'm not getting any info on what will actually help to plug up the leaks. But I'm being told it's going to be quite a while before it even stops. And it's, uh, you know, it's only going to get worse. But we have to stop depending so much on oil. And that's one way. When we could do something, that's one thing everybody can do, is to grow your own produce. And even it's, uh, it's a five-gallon container you could put for a uh, you know, tomato plant in there. If you want to grow them upright. You can use one-gallon containers, grow some cucumbers in them, let them either grow down or put a little trellis, have them grow up on a trellis and all. And I've got stuff now, flower pots all over my deck and growing up a fence that I have and, and just put some string up there and let the plants grow up. And like I said, you know, it helps out. So I don't have to worry about somebody's driving to the produce place. And I'm just going to go ahead and grow that myself. So you don't have to go ahead and, you know, and living in an apartment, living in a condo, there's always something you can do. The topsy-turvies are a wonderful idea, especially if you have a little area outside you can hang them from. They even have one that's got a stand for it. So depending where you're at, you can look at them. And they're coming up with generics, too. Hi, Firewitch, Crone, Amarie, and then Phil. Nice to have you all here with us. Yeah, Solana's had a headache lately. So we're going to send out some healing energy to Solana. I'm going to take a short little break, play a song, and we'll be right back in just a moment. You know what we're going to do? We're going to send out some Reiki tonight. Mother Nature needs that. So do we. we all need a little bit. So I'm going to play the Give Me Some song. We haven't done that in a while.
All right, everybody, I'm back. Now we're talking about recycling. It's a nice, really good website to go to. It's called earth911.com, and they have a whole bunch of stuff on recycling. And I was just glancing over it earlier. And, you know, a lot of people are going and, you know, I've taken meditation CDs and I've downloaded them on the computer. And from there you go onto your MP3 player and you go onto scan disk and, you know, a lot of people aren't using discs anymore. You know, you're downloading it. It's like, okay, what do I do with it? Or it's old or it gets broken. And it's actually considered, what's it? Uh, discs are considered plastic number seven, which is a catch-all category for many different kinds of products. They're not generally accepted in most recycling programs. And the plastic jewel cases that they come in, those are considered plastic number six and pose a similar recycling um, conundrum. There's a problem there with those. You know, I know some tinny tonight. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's just my sinuses. You know, of course, you know, your papers, it's inside and your covers. You can take those out. It's paper. You can recycle them, send them in a landfill. Um, depending on if they're plastic coated, and you can tell the difference. But, but if they're more like a cardboard or real thin paper that's inside of them, you can actually shred them up in a shredder, put them in a compost pile, put them in your yard, let them break down. Because they, they'll break down uh, in time, and it'll be a good compost and all. You know, but you can still take those jewel cases and those discs, and there are special places that you can go to. Ask your local recycling place. A lot of them should have the information where you can recycle them at. And go ahead and, uh, you know, they'll be able to go ahead and dispose of. So there's also another website, too. It's called, uh, the name of the place is called CD Recycling Center of America, which is um, CD Re CDRecyclingCenter.com. And they'll help you to be able to go ahead and recycle CDs and DVDs. Now, of course, you have to pay the shipping costs, but there is no, cycle, no recycling fee at either of the organizations. You know, and of course, to get the best rate when you're shipping those out, if you want to recycle them, send them uh, with the U.S. Postal Service under media rate for the best prices. You know, and you can also go to their website, too, and they'll give you information on how to ship the discs and the cases. So there's different things. I mean, everything pretty much can be recycled. And like I said, if you go to that website, recycle911.com, and check it out. Yeah, I know my sinus has been really bad lately. A lot of things blooming early, but... That's typical. Pretty much everything's recyclable. And look there on, on that website. Um, those wooden pallets that you see at the, you know, when you go to a, like a Sam's Club or whatever, and you see everything on wooden pallets, those can be broken down. Uh, you know, they could be recycled or, you know, reuse them, take them apart, and go ahead and um, put them back together again, put the pallets closer and make yourself look a little uh, outside area if you want to have like a little uh, 
barbecue, have your barbecue grill, want to put it up off the ground, take a couple of those wooden pallets, tear them apart, put them back together again, you have yourself a deck. You, know, you want a little bit more stability, you know, add, you know, add a couple of layers on there. And, uh, you know, they'll be sturdy enough to hold the grill and hold you on. You know, just go ahead and recycle that. And Easy's in the chat room said, uh, FreeCycle is a great website for recycling, too. So there's a lot of them out there. But we have to go ahead and do stuff like this. We have to go ahead and recycle. Uh, I know the recycling place down the road from me does cardboard and newspaper, but they don't do, do aluminum. But there's another one down further that does do aluminum recycling. So and if you want to, you can even make, uh, you know, some people have made like little wind, uh, out, outdoor wind chimes and all with the aluminum cans. You know, they're a little sparkly. You can take the two-liter Pepsi bottles, work with those, and uh, make a bird feeder. You can even make hummingbird feeders too if you want to. So there's so much out there that we can do, and we have to start doing stuff like this. What's the new thing that BP wants to try? if the mud and concrete mix doesn't work, is to take tires and other recyclables, I guess, and cram them in the hole. So they're trying to recycle, although that's not environmentally the best thing to do. But uh, even the rubber tires, to go ahead, and they cost a little bit more, but the rubber tires can be used also. And sneakers, they grind them up, and they use them for... Um, mulch. Now I've got one of my flower beds has got a, uh, the brown mulch from made out of rubber and I have the blue decorative one and I've got like a little lawn ornament. It's like a little wooden bridge and I have it underneath there so it looks like water. So there's so many different things that you can do with everything and you know just use your imagination. Be a little creative. You know right now Mother Nature is like getting a little upset with us because where are we putting everything in landfills? What happens when the landfills fill up? They sit there. Because you, know, you can't build on them. You can't do anything. So they're just sitting in there, and then, you know, you're taking up all that land for to recycle our garbage. And that's all they're doing. So now we're making uh, do the aluminum uh, automobiles are totally recyclable instead of going to a landfill. Once they get done scrapping everything they can, they recycle the metal. Even your disposable razors. A lot of them are recycled from um, you know, old military ships. Automobiles are taking the aluminum. So they're recycling everything that way also. So try to look for you know, something that's been made with recycled materials. It's totally still sanitary and healthy because they have to break them down and, and reuse them. So and you'd be surprised at the difference, too, on... You know, how, how easy it is to recycle once you get in the habit of doing it. I know a lot of times, too, when I go to start the fire from my fire pit, you can take the uh, newspapers, roll them up, and make yourself some fire logs. Go ahead and start a fire in a fire pit or, you know, a fireplace. Go ahead and use those. That will help you out there, too. take a break for just a moment. We'll be right back. Let me play another song here.
All right, everybody, I'm back. Now, today we're talking about recycling and reusing, and uh, you know, I'm going to try to be doing a little more of this. See, maybe I'll get even a special guest on one of these, uh, you know, an environmentalist and recycling and all, and talk about that sometime too. And I know you're used to the gay psychic of being, you know, talking about all spirituality and psychic readings and all, and but. Um, like I said earlier in the show, you know, I've had some people say, well, you know what? Instead of just talking about and complaining, why don't you do something? I was like, all right, I am. And give everyone ideas on how to recycle and how to reuse things and uh, come up with uh, different ways to, to help out. Let me see. You know, when we go to the grocery store, you know, now I've started now. It can't cost you about a buck. Sometimes 50 cents. And you can buy a, re- a reusable bag. You know, they're made out of canvas. They're sturdy. They're big. And they hold a lot. And it's, you know, a lot less uh, that needs to be recycled, so you don't have to worry about it. And then if the, the bag gets a hole, sew it up a little bit, we'll get a new one. But you can even recycle the, the bags, the, the canvas bags. You know, you can uh, line uh, a flower pot with it. Just for it will help cover up the holes. So, you know, if it gets too much water, they'll finally sink through. But you're finding another way to use that bed, the canvas bags that are in the stores next. They're not made out of plastic. They're made out of canvas, a lot of them. So you can recycle that, too. But um, there's about 89 billion plastic bags, sacks, and wraps are used each year in the United States. In 2007, more than 830 million pounds of plastic bags and film were recycled, a 27% increase from 2005. And during the uh, gener- when they produce in the bags, is the plastic bags generate 50% less greenhouse gas emissions, but they require 70% less energy and produce 80% less waste than paper alternatives. A little bit better, but the thing is, it's when they have to break down. You know, paper bag, plastic bag production uses less than 4% of the water needed to make alternatives and generates 80% less waste than its alternatives due to its light weight. You know, and, you know, you don't realize that and people just throw it out. It's like, oh, well, you know, I'm just throwing out my one little bag. Well, they did a five-year-long study by the Ocean Conservancy found that small plastic bags made up about 9% of the debris found along various U.S. coasts. So you have one little bag that you're like, oh, well, it just went out the window, or, you know, I'm just going to throw it on the side of the road. Everyone goes ahead and does that. 9% of the waste around the coastline was these plastic bags. When you think about it, that's a lot of plastic that's just being tossed out there. So, you know, it's just a couple of little interesting facts about plastic bags. And I've started going ahead to the store and uh, recycling them. So, and that helps out a lot. Yeah, it is a, a nasty habit. Unfortunately, we're all guilty of it to a point. Um, and I know I was guilty of this too. 
but even cigarette butts, those take years to break down. And, you know, you're throwing them, you know, throwing them in the trash. They go to the landfill. They just sit there. Throw them out the window. Birds eat them. They get sick. They die from it. They choke on them. Or they sit on the side of the road, and you get all that plastic and all that uh, fiberglass and all breaking down, too, into the environment, which isn't good. Yeah, but we're all guilty of it. But if we try to be a little bit more aware of what we're doing, we can make a difference. Yeah, no, down here in Florida, well, in Tampa, we used to have the blue recycling bins, and you can go ahead and recycle stuff. But where I'm living at, out in the boonies, we don't. You know, everyone just throws everything into dumpsters, and that's it. And it's like, do a little bit of recycling. We've got a recycling place, but they only take paper and cardboard. They don't do plastic. So, but um, you know, hopefully we can get enough people out there to say, you know, we've got to start doing some local recyclings. So I've heard that, you know, they're reusing the plastic bottles and making buildings out of them. So I'm just saying one of the third world countries. So there's just different things you can do. Just be a little creative with it. God, I gotta eat my glasses. My eyes check too. And even that too, when you go in, um, and if you get a new pair of glasses, and you're like, "What do I do with my old pair?" I know Publix has them. Publix grocery, uh, some of the bigger supermarkets may have them too. But they have a drop-off bin for your eyeglasses, and they go to the local Lions Club, and you can call them up too and find out if they're taking any. And what they do is people who are need glasses that can't afford them, they'll go ahead and recycle your frame, recycle your lenses, and give them to people who you know, can't afford new glasses. So you're going ahead and you're recycling them. So instead of taking them and say, well, you know, I don't need these no more, and you're throwing them away, you know, bring them to the local Lions Club, drop them off, see if there's a recycling bin. They'll go ahead and they'll take them and use them to somebody else who needs glasses. So that's a good way to recycle those too. You know, a lot of people don't realize that. They just take them and it's like, eh, well, okay, throw them away. You know, but there's people out there that could use that, so that's a good way to help recycle. So I know tonight's a quiet night. It seems to be quiet pretty much everywhere tonight. Checked out a few shows earlier, and it's been kind of quiet. But I'm just uh, coming up with different ideas, trying to pass them out to everybody. Trying to be um, a little bit more conscious of our surroundings. I know it'd be nice if there's a way that we can recycle. You know, a lot of you know that Louis's been sick and he gets IV treatments. And um, you know, it, it's hard though to be able to recycle a lot of that because it's like, you know, it's plastic, but it's had chemicals in there. And then they're telling it's like, nope, that's not recyclable because you have to go ahead and biohazard. So. But they take the biohazard stuff now, too, and they incinerate them. Before, they used to bury everything in landfills. Not anymore. They're going ahead, and they're incinerating them to where there's nothing left. So they're recycling things that way. Because some of these um, incinerary plants, where they go ahead and incinerate stuff, they're actually the power plants. So they're using that to go ahead and generate power. So that's an alternative way of recycling stuff, too. So... You know, but ask your local, um, you know, 
you're out other places they have local 4-H clubs, ask community centers, uh, or even a government center. Ask them too if there's a recycling plan around, and um, do your part. Now, figured there's not much I can do on recycling all of Louis's medical stuff. So I said, well, you know what? There's other things I can do. So I'm growing my own veggies and taking, um, you know, instead of the lettuce that you have, and you know, if you have anything left over vegetable-wise from dinner, rinse off some of it, especially if you have butter and all on them or salad dressing. You know, rinse the stuff off. Takes you know a little bit of time, you know, to get used to it. Rinse that stuff off and all. And go ahead, and um, I have a little compost pile that I'm making. You don't need that big of an area. Just take those, throw in there, turn it over every couple of days. And by rinsing it out, it's not going to smell, so you're getting your plant material back in there. Then you've got compost, and you can recycle that, put that in your garden, and that helps fertilize your garden. You can put that in your flower pots. Uh, raking up leaves. A lot of you northern people, when you're raking up all those leaves in, that, uh, in the winter, People don't realize it, but it's like, you know, if you take that in a pile and leave it there, take one every yard, let it just sit there, don't do anything. By next year, you're going to end up having, if you dig underneath there, you're going to have yourself the best soil you can ever use. Uh, we had an oak tree when I was living in South Tampa. And, you know, we had a not too steep of a slope, so we'd have to go up on a roof and clean it off with all the leaves because it overhung on the side and when Louis first got sick I was like you know what side of the house I don't care just let the leaves fall there and the leaves fell I think I had a couple inches thick along the side and the following spring I went to go out there and I looked and I'm like okay there's worms under here it broke down and I had earthworms in there broke down the leaves and I went ahead and I put that in a flower pot and I still I said, well, I'm going to take a pineapple Cut it off, put it inside that. That's seven years ago, seven years later, that plant, I don't even need to fertilize them. It's still doing really good. It's just recycling itself. It's still growing in there. And all it was was um, oak leaves, the leaves that I had that, um, you know, within a year they had broke down and made their own compost and made their own soil. So instead of going ahead and filling it into a plastic bag and putting it up to the curb to let somebody go ahead and put it in a landfill, Put it in a pile, leave it in a pile in the back of your yard, let it break itself down. By the end of next, you know, by the next spring, go ahead and dig through it, and you're going to see the best dark soil you can use for anything. So instead of going out and buying plastic bags of potting soil, you have it yourself. You recycled. So it's a little thing like that that can make a difference, and it's not going to smell. You're not going to have to worry about bugs and rodents or anything else like that, but you're going to have worms across, but... It's just uh, you know another little thing that we all can do. And I know even where I'm at, I don't have to worry about raking up leaves and all, but you know grass clippings. Put grass clippings in there. You know by next year it'll break itself down. It'll have some good compost, some good um, soil. Everyone calls it compost. I'm going to start calling a uh, compost soil. That's what it, you're breaking it down to. Breaking it down into um, into dirt that you can use. Put that in flower pots. Put that in the garden. Mix it all up there. Just little ideas like that, and you'd be surprised what the difference you can make.
Take another short little break here for just a minute. And we'll be right back.
All right, everybody, I'm back. Hi, Dougie. Nice to see you here with us. God, I need to get my glasses. Talking about glasses, I need to get my eyes checked. Like some some people type in with real little fonts, and I'm like, okay, I gotta put my glasses on. I can't read this. Uh, the joy of getting older. Anyways, let me go ahead. Hello, easy. Hello, hello. Four one two, you're on the air. Hi, Michael. I had my phone on mute. How are you this evening? That's okay. Good. How are you? Good, good, good. You're talking about uh, cutting your grass and grass clippings and the leaves and all the mulch. What I do with my, my grass, I have a big yard, so what I do is I bought me a mulching blade for my lawnmower. And um, I had the kid come over and do the lawn. He uses a mulching blade, and we don't have to rake it. It mulches it up real small. It goes right into the grass, and it's the best thing in the world for your grass. Is that six dollar mulch? I think it was about eight dollars a mulching blade. It's pretty cheap. And um, yeah, it works out pretty good too. I like that. Uh, yeah, mulching it. You know, you you does. You know, you don't have to prick it up or nothing. You don't have to use no plastic bags. I hate those plastic bags. I hate those uh, plastic milk jugs. Um, as a matter of fact, I deal with a dairy that I go out of my way for, and they still have the old type thick milk bottle. And I love them big milk bottles. You know, good like buttermilk and milk taste out of them. I don't, oh, I don't yeah. know what it is, but it, it it definitely tastes different, Michael. You know, I don't know why, but I I think that plastic has some type of taste or something. But uh, yeah, you get a, it makes a right, difference. Right, you get some fresh milk out of um, in one of those um, uh, old-fashioned uh, gallon milk jugs. They're great. Um, you know, another thing that Free Cycle magazine. That I, or not magazine, Free Cycle website uh, is a great website. I mean, they they are really doing their part for recycling here in America. Uh, they're in 50 states, and they're powered by Yahoo. And um, uh, every city in your state has a Free Cycle organization, and they have a moderator for each city. And they really monitor it so the site's being run properly. And um, basically, you know, uh, you can barter, not barter, you just put an item up there. Uh, you could ask for an item, say if you need a computer monitor. You could put in a, uh, you know, a student needs a computer monitor, 15-inch uh, or something, okay? And somebody will reply to you. Uh, yes, I have one. Uh, I'll have it on my porch at this address, so-and-so. Um, or make whatever arrangements you can make. But uh, it's a great site. I mean, it, it really is. Yeah, have you ever tried it? No, I haven't tried that one yet. I have to give that a shot. It's best one out there, Michael. It's the best one out there. I've been to all of them. That's that's a great one. Um, there's another one called I G G. Did you ever hear that? I G G. I G G. Yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, well, Free Cycle is like way, way better than that one. It's a really good site. They got a lot of nice stuff on there. Uh, another one is Craigslist. Uh, uh, you can get a lot of stuff on Craigslist for free. Uh, if you go to the free section of Craigslist, there's a lot of stuff you can uh, take out of the landfills instead of buying one new. Um, you can buy one that's, that's already uh, used up our materials in the world, you know. Uh, you know, another thing is, is, is using up the raw materials. Uh, you can buy something used, and it's just as good as it being new, you know. Yep. Uh, you know, most of the time a wooden pallet, a used wooden pallet's, as good as a new wooden pallet most of the time. 
yeah. if, you're, if you're using it for storage, so you, you know there's no trees that have to be cut down to uh, uh, accommodate new pallets. So. No, I've taken it too because um, I've got my bicycles outside. Yeah. And instead of having them sitting on the ground, I actually took some pallets and mm. I uh, redid them. Right. And I made them like a little uh, little deck area, a little storage area. So I can yeah. put the bicycles on that. Sure. So they're up off the ground. Yeah, there's a lot of uses for those pallets. I mean, as a matter of fact, you know, you can go collect them and sell them to uh, pallet companies. There's pallet companies out there that buy it back. You know, they figure, why should they build them? They'll just buy uh, the pallets back and they resell yeah. them. So you can actually get money for pellets. That's like um, uh, a lot of the bottles, like uh, beverages and stuff. You know, I really do try to use uh, 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 glass bottles instead of using the uh, plastic ones. I, that plastic, I don't know. I don't know if it's me, Michael, or if it's the the plastic, but I taste it. You ever taste it? Yeah. You know, especially yeah, if a, you got it's right. Got a funky taste to it. Exactly, you know. Um, so I, I like to go with the glass bottles. And hey, there was nothing better than the Coca-Cola in the old six-ounce green bottle. Remember them? Oh yeah. Oh, Fresh man. out of the bottle, it was so good. Oh Jesus! I'm talking about the ones that like had the concave, colored light green glass. Oh, was that, was that a good Coca-Cola whenever you get it, huh? Yep. Man. Those were good old days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can revert back there, and and uh, if you look for it, uh, you know, you could you could basically stop a lot of stuff from going to a landfill. I, I know what when I was uh, in high school, I uh, I collected garbage for my township in the summertime to make extra money, and um, you know, it, it was unbelievable what people would throw away. Yeah, I mean, you'd sit there and and say, "Geez, look at this guy. He's throwing this away. Oh my God!" You know, it, by the end of the day, you had a you had the truck filled with stuff for yourself, you know. <laughs> You'd yeah. be uh, taking it out. Of the, I'm sure everybody, uh, listeners, have taken something out of the garbage, so somebody else's garbage. Have you ever done that? Oh, yeah. Because what's yeah, one person trash right. the other one's treasure. Yeah, can you remember anything that you have taken out of the garbage that was uh, like a really good item that you liked, that you got it for free out of somebody's garbage? Can you think of one? Uh, I've taken um, like a coffee table or an end table. Went ahead and refinished them and, uh, you know, and had them for years. Somebody sure. was like, you know, had scratches and I didn't like them, so I reused them. And, sure. Uh, you know, so many different things like that, that, you know, takes up from being a landfill. Right. I got a, a rototiller out of one, and I'm still using the rototiller for my garden. Yep. An old rototiller that worked perfect. I got a perfect snowblower out of the garbage. You know, and I, I use that too. And, it, and it, you got to remember something: the older stuff that was made, Michael, is a lot more heavy dutier than the newer stuff. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, this 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 old uh, uh, Briggs and Stratton uh, uh, rototiller I got. I mean, it just uh, my neighbors bought in like three of them since I've had mine for 20 years. I got out of the garbage. This thing must be 50 years old, Mike. And it's still running perfect. I, I I did have the engine rebuilt on it, you know, one time. But that's one rebuild in 25 years is not too bad, you know. And, oh yeah. Uh, and, I, and I know I went um, this weekend too. I went looking to uh, refill my um, buy some new ink for my printer. Mm-hmm. And they actually had a Lexmark on sale that cost mm-hmm. me ten dollars more than what it would have cost me to buy the refills for the ink. Right, but, but a lot you, of the newer printers uh, now. Yeah. They're actually able to get 500 pages of, you know, 500 copies from one cartridge. 
Well, you can send the the cartridge into the Mm -hmm. manufacturer, Mm -hmm. and they'll recycle the cartridge. Right. Whenever you buy a printer like that, here I found something out. Okay, because I said the same thing. I said, oh, man, I could spend 10 more dollars, get the brand new printer and the ink cartridges. You know, I'm paying more for the ink cartridges than for the printer. But yeah. uh, I called up the company, Canon. They told me that when they give you the cartridges with the deal they give you, it hardly has any ink in them. It just has a little bit of ink in them. And yeah. you got to end up on an ink cartridge in like a month or something. You know, it doesn't, they don't give you a full cartridge load. So that's where they no. get that. Uh, well, what I, uh, what? I know what I looked at for my color cartridges that I would have had for my old printer. Right. But it cost me almost 50 bucks because they're the individuals. Yes. With the Lexmark, it's $36 for the cartridge, and I get 500 copies from that one cartridge. Ooh. Well, somebody told me, that the, but I don't know how true this is. I'm just going by what somebody else says, that the, um, the printers that have, like, the six different colors are yep. the best because you don't use as much ink, nowhere near as much ink as you would with, like, the three-colored uh, uh, cartridges. Uh, That's what I thought, too, but I, I've only print out, I only print out on black, and I ran I out I think you told color. me that. <laughs> Did you tell me that about that, the different colored ink, uh, uh, that you get more copies like that than you would uh, the tri-colored? Uh, no, I'm not sure, because I was having a problem with, I, I was only printing off black, you know, text. And doing it on draft, and I was running out of my color, and I'm like, why? And they're like, well, they take the color and equal amounts of it to go ahead and make your black ink. Right. And they take the black ink just for shading. I'm like, right, right. you're still using it all up. And I was like, wow, this is getting expensive here. Do you use but a Now, a lot of the new printers scrap? are coming up with, they, uh, yeah, I use scrap paper, try to recycle what I can, That's print on two exactly sides. Right. A lot of people don't. They just, they just uh, throw away that perfectly good side of paper you know and i mean i save i have a pile for it i have a pile i keep that uh, if i'm not going to use that document it goes on this pile and i use it for like uh scrap stuff that i'm going to print out stuff for myself maps different things that it yeah. doesn't matter you know and, and if you look to a lot of the uh like um office depot and stuff like that if you bring in the ink cartridge they'll give you free paper for recycling the cartridge yes lexmark you can actually send in the ink cartridges back to lexmark and they'll recycle them themselves so it's you know a lot of companies are starting to do that so you don't right. have to worry about putting them in a landfill now well they're getting real conscious and, you know because they yeah, know people out there are conscious right and if they could get the market of uh, the green people uh, you know, that's a nice market out there because a lot of people are really doing everything green. I mean, I try. I try to do a couple of green things. You know, if I, if I can do something green, uh, I do it, you know. And it gives you a good yeah. feeling about yourself that you you did something. You know what I mean? It might not be the biggest thing in the world, but you, you did something. Even even my website hosting company mm-hmm. it uses green technology. Mm. So, you know, they try to buy, they uh, they go ahead and buy most of their power from uh, green alternative energy sources and all to run their service and all from. So a lot of a lot of them are even trying to do that also. So it's just well, little things like what, that. We're going to have to really start thinking of some green stuff here uh, when that oil spill start coming in because um, it's going to really mess up a lot of the um, economy and it's going to, you know, our prices are going to go up on everything. So uh, yeah. people, people better start thinking greener, you know? Yep. I think next week I'm going to talk about um, what everything, surprisingly, what controls, uh, you know, what products have oil in them. 
that we get from drilling. It's not just gasoline that we get, uh, you know, that we get from drilling. It's uh, hair products and cosmetics, and you know, so many different things are made with um, petroleum. Exactly. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to talk about that next week. So because we're just about out of time. All right, I'm gonna let you go, Michael. Thank you for having me on. No, no problem. We'll talk to you again shortly. Bye-bye. Bye. So, yeah, so go ahead and follow me on MySpace, Facebook, and Twitter as Gay Psychic. I'm going to start doing stuff like this um, maybe once a week. Tune in tomorrow night. I'll be – you've got questions. I'll give you the answers. Psychic readings tomorrow night. So tune in. Until then, everyone, have fun and play safe. Good night. <laughs>